Hey everybody, it's your girl Shanta, aka VA Chick. I think we've spent enough time together to where I can let you know who I am and where I represent. Uh, tonight's episode of What Would Shanta Do? We're going to talk about Shoot Your Shot. Um, and we have a guest on tonight, uh, my homeboy from the Midwest, We're holding it down in D.C., Mr. Huey Booker. Introduce yourself. What up, what up, what up? Um, like she said, I'm Huey Booker. Find me online at Huey Booker at the Book of Huey. What up? Okay, so let's let's kind of dive in here a little bit. Um, you know, both of us are kind of in that dating realm, and you know, we're trying to find love. We want to be married. Uh, one of us wants to have kids, and one of us doesn't. Um, but you know, talk a little bit about first your your dating experiences right now, like what you're going through. So. Um... I recently started dating again. I um, a few years ago I was engaged and uh, that didn't really work out. So I was single for like a year, but like single, single. Like I kind of went on dates here and there, but I didn't like have any sexual activity at all for like thirteen months. Um, Whoa! It was yeah, like I was in a dark little place, and I just kind of wanted to get myself together. Um, coming out of that was. Interesting, because I spent, like, my 20s in, like, three long-term relationships, so dating changed quite a bit for me, but, um, so, yeah, I went from being single, single to not single, single, and fucking all, and, um... Wait, wait, Paul, you know, had, what's, what's, what's what single, single from single, single? I don't understand what's the difference. Oh, all right, check it. So, you know, somebody who's single is just not committed, you know, they're, they're just not in a relationship. Somebody who's single, single, they're not fucking, they're not dating, they don't have, they got a dry cell phone and dry genitalia, there's just like no action, and, and then you got what I call a uh, single, semi-single, now that person is chopping it up with people, but there's really, there hasn't been any like sex or sex-like things, if that makes sense, so you got single, single, semi-single, and single, single, so right now, I'm learning a lot of um, new terms here, I'm learning a lot of new terms here. Yeah, you know, you got to chop it up with me more often. I got, I got, a, I got a few more for you. Um, okay. All right. So right now I'm single, um, you know, chopping it up with a few different people and getting to know some nice ladies. Um, but my focus, you know, eventually I do want to settle down, but I, I'm not willing to, based on a lot of the stuff I dealt with in my 20s, I'm not willing just to settle down for the sake of it. Like I want to make sure I have uh, just a baseline of satisfaction in terms of my, in terms of my like, key areas that are important for me for long-term healthy relationships. Okay. And for me, it seems like I was married as well. Um, lasted probably about three and a half years. And a lot of people don't know this. I was married to a white guy. But um, at the time, that was the only person I was ready to do what he needed to do. So, but I love my brothers. I love my chocolate brothers. You know, sometimes they, they just, don't, just don't love me as much as I love them. Um, but, you know, online dating, that's, that's my go-to. I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing so much stuff. I'm not really out there in the limelight like I'm supposed to or like I probably should be at my age. But online dating is my thing. I can swipe, talk, do whatever I need to do and keep it moving. But that brings us to tonight's episode of shooting your shot. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, I give myself a strong 8.5. Um, 
when I dress up, I could probably get that nine and a half, maybe 9.2.5. Um, but, you know, there are some guys out there that I may look at and I'm like, yo, he dope. I just want him. I could want him for tonight. I could want him for the rest of my life. But I don't know, like, when I should take that opportunity to go and just talk to him and be like, yo, I want you. When I get nervous, I use pickup lines. What you think about that? Like, how how should a woman, you know, shoot her shot from your perspective? Um, so I'm not a big fan of passivity. Like, there are a lot of women who they hide behind traditionalism or whatever to be very passive. And I'm not saying that being a traditional woman is a bad thing, because I feel like the traditional women, like, they don't have a problem being traditional. They don't have to tell you they're traditional. They don't have to do whatever. They're just gonna. Uh, let men come to them, and if men don't, they're going to be totally fine with it. And that's right. the truth. I think women who say they're traditional, but they complain about, oh, these men, and they don't talk to you, and blah, blah, blah. they obviously have a problem with, you know, the lack of men coming to them for whatever reason, which leads me to believe that maybe they're not really traditional. Maybe they're just, like, hiding behind something. So I personally feel like um, rather than focusing on, you know, the other person, like I flirt with people how I want them to flirt with me. And I think women should do the same thing. It's easier that way. Like if you want somebody to compliment you on your intelligence or your attractiveness or whatever, go for what you know and dish it out that same way. It's kind of like knowing your love language, but in reverse. So if you are somebody who like you want somebody who's funny and makes you smile, then go out there and crack a joke. If you want somebody to use a, cheesy pickup line on you because it's cute and shows character, do the same thing. I think it's easier and much more simpler that way. So do you feel like if a woman came up to you and she felt that you was out of her league and she told you this after the fact, you know, maybe she got some attention, y'all sparked it up or whatever, got phone numbers, and she told you, yo, I was shooting my shot with you because I didn't know, you know, if he was going to talk, talk to me or whatever, like, would you feel more attracted to her or would it be about the same? Because I feel like um, if a dude try to shoot his shot with me, it I appreciate it a little bit more. Because I know some of these dudes, I can tell when they coming up to me. I can tell by the conversation. Sometimes they're stumbling. I'm like, yeah, bro, you know, I, I probably wouldn't talk to you on a regular basis. And I'm the type of chick that I come up to dudes. I approach dudes all the time. I just have no problem doing that. But me personally, I would I would appreciate a guy a little bit more if he decided to shoot his shot with me. I mean, it definitely takes a lot of courage and um, humility, you know. So I'm I'm a part of it. Like I think I was one of the last few folks in that who was born in the '80s who was a part of that generation that walked around with a pen and paper going out to get numbers. Like that's what we did. Um, yeah. So. You know, that took a lot of courage back then. Like, you had to, you know, have some game, have some respect. You know what I'm saying? You took some L's, but more often than not, you know, you, you, you got some numbers and, you know, you did what you did. So I feel like I would appreciate a woman who does her, hey, how you doing? You handsome. My name is so-and-so. Like, it don't take much. It takes courage. I'm not saying that that's not a lot. But in terms of pure conversation, it just doesn't take much. Sometimes, ladies, all you really got to do is say, hey, how you doing? And that's really it. So if a woman approached me, she definitely gets points for being courageous, for being up front. 
um, you know, getting through whatever sort of angst that she has and just starting a conversation. Um, that goes a long way in my book. Um, I really have a high regard for, like, transparency and directness, but women who try to play coy and try to trick you into talking to them, like, I mean, I'm smart. I can speak through that shit, and it's annoying as fuck. I hate when women do that. I feel like, <laughs> you know, like, if you're going to play games from the very first conversation, I don't fucking want to talk to you ever again. <laughs> but you know what? Some some women feel that, the and we're talking about these traditional women because I have a whole bunch of friends or associates, I should say, that feel like, oh, I'm not going to approach a man because he should be pursuing me. I'm not going to pursue him. And I try to tell these chicks, I'm like, yo, sis, just you saying, hey, how you doing? You don't know what that man is going through. It's basically make putting yourself out there. You know, I tell my friends, the only person that's coming to your house is a mailman and a UPS man. So you have to market yourself. And sometimes that dude may be thinking, oh, she's not interested in me, interested in me. And she's thinking he's not interested in me. So somebody needs to make the first move. And I tell chicks, don't go and approach a man with the mindset that, oh, I'm looking at him as relationship material. Yes, that's great. But why can't you just simply say, hey, how you doing? Why, why do you feel like chicks have a problem with that? Um, I mean, it, it just, I've, I've come across so many that will say they're not walking up to a man, they're not approaching him. And I'm like, well, what the hell are you at the damn social setting for just to sit around and look cute? You could have did that shit at home for free. Very true. Um, great questions, honestly. So two things. Um, I think your first question was just like, why are women, well, your first and last question, why are women um, like afraid of doing that? Is that the first question? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think just lack of experience, like a lot of women feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm afraid of rejection. Men get rejected more, so y'all are used to it. Being used to it, like, you could punch me in the face. I could get used to it. That not mean I like getting punched in the face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm pretty sure boxers don't like getting punched in the face. Like, they avoid getting fucking punched in the face. Right. So, uh, it don't hurt any less getting rejected. Um, so I think, one, they hide behind Inexperience. And I'm using high intention. Like it's a, it's a fear thing, and it's an it's an intentional fear. So like you're actively hiding behind. Oh well, he's a man. He should do whatever. To your second point, it's like okay, true. I'm not a fucking mind reader though. Like I I do feel like in this day and age, like if you want something, either go for it or you don't really want it. And at that point, you should shut the fuck up. So no offense to my ladies who are a little timid, but if you see a brother or sister you know, depending on what you like and your proclivities <laughs> that you like, then if you don't go let them know that you're interested, you're not really interested. And if you're my friend, you're not going to not do something and then complain about it. Like, I don't go for that kind of shit. If you want to let somebody know that you're interested, yeah, go and get it. Like, nobody sits around and says, I really want a job so I can pay these bills and not go apply for a fucking job. You just don't want the job. So, I will listen to you and, and whatever, but you're not going to talk my ear off too many times about that brother <laughs> like, and not go get him, you know what I'm saying? So to that point, I think it's uh, complacency and fear and experience. Um, and I think the, the other part about it, like the, the, the purely traditional women, like, okay, if you are traditional and you feel like, oh, well, you know, my bow ass is going to see me gleaning in the field. Oh, my the God. Thing about it is, who the fuck is bow ass? 
All right, so Boaz. I know him. I know him. I'm here. Oh, you know Boaz. All right, all right, all right. So, chill. Do you yeah, the thing about it too is like Ruth wasn't just out and about. Like Ruth was just not at her house waiting on Boaz to kick in her front door while she was Netflixing and chilling with her mother-in-law. Like, no, nah. they intentionally. Yeah, they they intentionally set Boaz up. Ruth got her ass to a job and did a great job and made sure she got that man's attention. And the thing is, that story wasn't even about love and romance. Like, he had a cultural and societal obligation for business. So, yeah, let's hope they found love or whatever. People use that story out of context a lot. So I, I know a lot of women that talk all about, oh, I'm this age, and I got these degrees, and I got this job, and I'm and in this sorority. single as fuck. Single as fuck, sitting on their couch. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you expect your man to find you? You don't go out. They're like, oh, well, what I got to do? Where I got to go? I go to happy hours. I'm like, you might find a nigga at happy hour, but why don't you do what you like to do? If you like to paint, go paint. If you like music, go to concerts and have a fucking band. Like, do the stuff you like to do, and not only will you meet people with the same interests, you might meet a man or a woman, depending on what you like, doing the same thing. So it ain't like you got to go to a happy hour when you hate bars and meet somebody who really liked the club scene, and then now you done met somebody, but y'all got dissimilar interests. Go and do what the fuck you like to do. Now, if you like to sit at home, cool, but unless you having watch parties with your friends and they bring in secret people, you ain't going to meet nobody. Right. Only the mailman and the UPS man, and most times when he comes, they at work. So you ain't going to meet his ass either. Foolishness. Okay, Foolishness. so say a chick tries to shoot her shot with you. And yeah. let me give you a little bit of background. So I got a couple friends, and I've been hearing other people through other social outlets saying, you know, I've been married to my husband for X amount of years. We got this many kids. We got this good life, blah, 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 blah. In the beginning, he really wasn't my type. But I gave him a chance. So, and and me, I hate saying this, but it's the truth, and I know the truth about me. I'm shallow as fuck. So I know that if you don't have that physical, at the very least, because that's what I see first, I'm immediately turned off. I'm thinking of schoolhouse rock after that. So if a chick tries to shoot her shot with you, and she's not, you know, Say she's not your type or what you what you're used to um, physically, but you like oh she cute. Would you give her a chance? Um. Okay. So I I like attractive women, right? So I don't I don't have like a set phenotype, set body type. Um. And I love my sisters, but I've dated other types of women. Um. I've dated petite women, bony women, thick women. Whatever. Um, if you are, you know, cute and you have a beautiful personality and you're funny, like I don't like you could be a, a model type or whatever, but if your personality is shit, I don't want to spend time with you. So you have to for me to date you, it's all about having fun. And if I can have a good time with you, I'm with it. So I try not to be like, Oh, she got a little bit of a roll on her stomach or she ain't got no ass. Like, nah, like if you you know what I'm saying? If you're cool, I'm with it. I mean, I'm a short, light-skinned, chubby nigga. So, like, you know, ain't nobody really checking for niggas that's 5'5 five five with a little gut. You know what I'm saying? You but they do love me, though. So, 
Like, I ain't for everybody. Everybody ain't got to be for me. So I, I look at it like if she's, if she's cool, she sparks my interest either from conversation, her character. I mean, I'm not going to be with somebody I'm, like, purely unattracted to, but, like, you don't have to be, like, short with green eyes and, and, and natural curly hair with a fat ass and anybody who's not that, I'm not giving you a shot. No. So I do have to be attracted to you, but the I, there's not like a set profile that I'm dead set attracted to. Mm. Does that, that yeah. kind of answer it or no? Yeah, that that answers it. I just you know that's just letting me know that I'm even more shallow than I thought I was. But um, no, no, see, we're not gonna do that because okay. that ain't shallow, no, man. No, like it's, it's, it's okay because I know me and I'm okay with me. Like you know, POF. Tinder, those are my go-to spots right now. I went out with a dude probably about a month ago. Dude was tall, like I like him, chocolate, the sexy, great even complexion. You know, and those types of things really, you know, I'm not, I don't really care too much about. It. They were hurt. You know, he paid. You know, what you should do for the first day. Everything was cool. Good time. Movies went out to eat, and I saw something in his mouth. And I was like, um, you, got, you got something in between your teeth. He was like, oh, no, um, I chipped my tooth. Now, not everybody knows about their teeth. So you got, you know, the buck teeth, you got the incisors, and then you got the molar. Well, those, those two teeth right in the front and then the ones next to it, there was a chip midway of the tooth. So in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, how did dude kick his tooth midway in in the middle of his tooth? Usually when you hear people chip a tooth, they chip it at the bottom because that's that's the part that gets injured most times. Now right. in my mind this looked like a cavity. But I'm still thinking, how did you get a cavity right there? So I'm asking him, I said, Oh, okay. I said, How did that happen? Who said he didn't know? He said he went out one night, um, Went to a party the next morning. He woke up. He was aching, had a hangover. He don't know what happened. I said, oh, okay. Me still trying to be that person because he was nice. Like I said, okay, let me give him a chance. Let me ask some questions before I immediately reject his ass. He said, so how long ago did that happen? Buddy said three, four months ago. Now, this dude got a job, insurance, everything. So I'm sitting there thinking, three, four months ago that probably didn't look like a cavity. So now we fast forward into three months ahead and it's brown. And I just couldn't go no more. I, just, I, I had nothing else to say because all I could focus on was that brown spot in his mouth. Now, is that me being shallow or just like, hmm? Look, I, man, like. I asked him if he was going to get it fixed. He said, yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, what is taking you so damn long? So I had to give him give him an excuse to be nice because my Scorpio mindset sometimes our words don't come out the nicest and it's not intentional. But I basically just had to tell him, look, you know, I'm not I'm not dating right now. I think I need to you know fall back because I'm not really finding what I want. Um, so I'm gonna fall back on dating a little bit. Hopefully you can understand. He said, Yeah, cool. I'm thinking everything's good. Buddy texts me every three, four days. Hey, how you doing? I want to see you. I miss you. Okay, we're not dating. 
I would honestly, I don't even, I don't even believe in in being shallow. Let me tell you why, right? Mm, I, and I, don't, I don't know, I don't know who your listeners are, but you know, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, there are certain things that make your pussy wet, and there are certain mm-hmm. things that will dry that motherfucker up. And anything that will dry your shit up, you should avoid. And most people might call it shallow. I'm not, cause like my mom. Um, when I was younger, she didn't really like the girls that I dated. And okay. the main reason why was she felt like, oh, you know, you were a young, educated black man, and blah, 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 you got to be careful, and also, you know, real, like, black mother shit. Cause, um, she, lo- she was looking out, but my mother's also a little crazy, too, like, overprotective. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, had, I was dating somebody, and my mother was like, she, she didn't really like her, but I was like, you know, uh, what's up? She was like, look. She's like, I ain't got to like her. Really what my mother said, she's like, I ain't got to fuck her. That's literally what my mother said. She's like, if if you like her, I love her. I ain't got to fuck her. I ain't got to deal with her. But be careful who you settle with. That's what Rosebud said. That's what she said. She's listening. She's like, I ain't got to fuck her. You do. <laughs> so um, that's, that's kind of my, my model. People talk about like, oh, you know, you being shallow or give somebody a chance. Man, fuck all that. Like, you have to spend time with that person. As long as somebody is not putting their hands on you in ways that you don't like or consent to, um, as long as someone is not abusing you physically or sexually or mentally or emotionally, like, you have to spend time with that person. You have to build a life with that person. you got to fuck that person. So if you feel like that brown spot is too goddamn much, then it's, it's too goddamn much, and that's the end <laughs> of the conversation. Yeah. We, if, we, if you we, like a – like, if somebody – like, nobody can ever tell me – if I turn somebody down, like, oh, they're a little, let's say, the common thing, like, oh, they're too big for me or too small for me, right? Like, oh, but their, their character, they're such a nice person. Like, nice ain't going to get my dick hard, whatever. I mean, I do like nice people, don't get me wrong, but it ain't, I, you, know, you, you can't bully me into liking somebody. Nice people are supposed to be your friend, not your lover. I mean, if you like nice people and nice people get your pussy wet, baby, Go get you a nice person. I'm with it. But, what it, like, p- people need to focus on, like, what makes their heart happy, what makes their finances happy, what makes their genitalia happy. And if you like somebody that fits a certain type, own it. But, like, don't be out here in these streets talking about, oh, yeah, I'm down with the cause and whoop-de-whoop, but then somebody that fit that cause try to cash your check and you ain't about it, then you need to change what you say. Because I think the energy you give out is different. Like, like the ladies who say, like, oh, I got 50 million degrees. I'm not dating down. Okay, cool. Make sure you're around a bunch of other professional men or women if that's what you like, and make sure you don't have to date down. Surround yourself with those circles. But don't, don't, be, don't say you want a nice man and nice men keep coming your way, but they don't make $50 million a year and you're not giving them a shot because you obviously don't want a nice man. You want somebody that fits a certain income tax bracket, and that's okay too. But just own that shit. Yeah. I, I have some friends like that, and I'm like, okay, but the places you're going, you're not meeting these caliber of men. Yet you saying, okay, God knows what I want, and he going to bring it to me. Yeah, okay, but you still got to do some work too. God can't do all the daggone work for you. So if you just going to the movies or you just going to Andretti's and, like you said, you know, going to happy hour, I mean, yes, happy hour is cool, but all of the professionals don't go to happy hour. 
They go to networking events. They go to galas. They go to fundraisers, fundraisers and charity events. But I don't hear my friends going to these types of events. They're trying to go to events where they can shake their tail feather. So I'm like, hmm. Now, I get dates. That's, that's not a problem. And people always be like, yo, you stay on a date. Yeah, I do stay on a date, but staying on a date ain't getting me where I need to be. You go out on dates to fill people out. Yes, we can talk on the phone for hours, great conversation, because um, I'm, I'm Tammy talk a lot now. But once we get in each other's face, that's where you determine if you want to continue talking on the phone for hours or, you know, if you work at the junkyard or whatever, I'm going to just use you so I can, you know, get some pull-apart uh, pieces from my truck or whatever the case may be, but it ain't going to be nowhere romantically. I don't get it. And then I hear from dudes that say that they don't shoot their shot because of rejection. And we talked, you touched on that a little bit earlier. It seems like guys fear rejection more than women do. You think? Or no? Um, I like I said, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, how I was raised, it's like literally, I mean, I don't know if it was my mother or my father or both. They're like, hey, bro, you ain't going to win them all. But the more people you talk to, the higher your chances of getting the more yeses is going right. to be. Exactly. That, I don't understand that. People get so, you know, turned down. And I'm like, you kind of use the job analogy a little bit right. before and been thinking, you go into a job interview and they tell you you don't get the job. Are you just going to be like, okay, I'm not going to apply for no more damn jobs? No, you got to go and apply for another one. And dating is a job. So you got to go and apply for another one. Go ahead and shoot your shot. If it don't work, keep it moving, especially if you got high self-esteem and high confidence. But dudes, right. like dudes don't get that. Like I get dudes sliding in the inbox and it's like small talk. And me, sometimes I, I'm, I get oblivious to if a guy is trying to come on to me or just be nice. My first thought is, you're just trying to be nice. So I'm not thinking of anything more, and I immediately go into homegirl mode. And my homegirl mode is different from potential girlfriend mode. Like, I curse like a sailor. So if I'm in homegirl mode, I'm cursing. And that might turn them on, and then I get notifications or text messages or whatever months later. So I was trying to holler at you. When? How? By small talk? That don't work. Like, when you shoot your shot, aren't you supposed to just, you know, thinking about basketball, you're just supposed to go for it, right? So why do people just beat around the bush when they're trying to holler at somebody? Just be like, yo. I'm digging you. I saw you from across the room. You sexy. You seem like a cool person, you know, to hang out with. You dating and all. Why can't it be that easy? People make the shit so hard. Um, I feel like people, for a number of reasons, like they're not present in the moment that they're in, right? So, like, okay, you know, Shanta, you're attractive or whatever, so... I see you out and about, or I see you online. We got the same circles. You know, like, people build these, like, relationships in their head, right? Like, I kind of see how you post here and there. I fill in the gaps of who I think you are based on my imagination. I build this infatuation with it. And this whole time, I probably had ample opportunities to get to know you for myself, but I make up who you are in my mind. 
And then by, by the time I get to, you know, saying, hey, you know, we've been spending time together, whatever, you're like, hey, bro, I already know you. I thought you were just being cool. Yeah. Um, then all of a sudden my feelings are hurt. So in my, my mind, like, I tell people all the time, you got to respect the curve because it's like if I come at you any number of ways and it's just so happened not to be the ways it's going to work, um, okay, rejection happens. Like, like I treat it like walking down the street in, like, Manhattan on a busy day during rush hour. Uh-huh. You bump into a, a lot of people, but what's the chances you're going to see any one of them motherfuckers again? And know who they are. Know where you saw them at. Oh, yeah, I bumped into you in front of that uh, coffee shop on Fifth Avenue and whatever the fuck street in Manhattan. Like, it's just impossible, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I look at it like I'm, it, the worst you could tell me is no, and I'm no better off than where I was when I wasn't popping off with you anyway. So I don't really – I'm not a fearful person, so I can't speak to the fear – but one thing I encourage people to do is, like, you know, you, the person you like is never going to know you into them until you say something. Like, telepathy, regardless of how many women feel like people should just know. Like, oh, he should just know. He ain't going to fucking know. Not, like, to just know, like, it takes time. It takes experience, trial and error. It takes making mistakes. It takes forgiveness. Like, Shanta, you, you've been my folk for, what, two years now? About two years, yeah. And... Now, there are certain things I do know now because we've talked about it. We've experienced it. I've, I've taken some educated guesses. But when I first met you, I wasn't so much shit. Like, I would just tell you, and you'd be like, hey, bro, you're stating the obvious or whatever. But I'm like, hey, I respect you too much to assume. Yeah. I feel like some people, man, they need some courage, for real. They need some goddamn courage. But how, how does one get that? Like, when I was younger, I was teased. Um. I didn't have any boobs, I was flat chest, all that good stuff. So I had low self-esteem. True. You know, when I got me some money, got married, I was like, oh, okay, now I got some extra money, got two-income household, I went and bought me some boobs. So now I did, you know, work on my self-esteem prior to my surgery. But once I got those boobs and I was fatigued, oh, didn't nobody tell me nothing. And I'm bow-legged. What's up? So... <laughs> my, you know, confidence level has grown. Sometimes it gets to a point of arrogance, and I need to, you know, check myself, have a conversation. Be like, Shanta, okay, you, you, you tripping. Calm down. Bring it on down just a little. Do not just. But I just feel like I'm about to talk to anybody. He's going to look like Maurice Chestnut, Matthew McConaughey, or Sean Connery, whoever. And I'm going to just try to holler at him. But I've I've been told from guys that I'm now cool with that I try to holler at that they won't give me the time of day that they told me I was too aggressive. And I, I don't I don't understand what that means because one, I'm a Scorpio. And two, I'm just gonna get right to the point. So how can I be aggressive if I'm just getting right to the point to let you know why I'm in your face? You're at a social event, I'm at a social event, you're here with your boys, I'm here with my girls. So I'm not going to, you know, waste your time. I'm going to be like, yo, you're fine. You know, saw you from across the room, want to holler at you. I don't know if you're single. I don't know if I'm your type. But, you know, I just wanted to see if I can, you know, have coffee with you or something like that. And it's like some guys say that that turns them on, but the guys that don't expect women to come up to them, they say that that's aggressive. But the scenario that I just gave, I use that often. To me, that ain't aggressive. Bro, I just asked you for some $3 coffee. 
I ain't saying I want to, you know, take you to Spun Divots and, you know, Spa Sidell to get you a massage and some coffee. So I never, I never understand or know, rather, when I should, I guess you could say, tone my Shanta down or just go gung-ho with my Shanta. So I think that's where, you know, people, or I guess that's where the term kind of came from, shoot your shot, because you don't know and you just got to go for it. But I think the problem is people don't know how to go for it. And it's like, how do you, how do you teach someone how to go for it and have confidence? They got confidence in every other aspect of their life, dealing with their kids, talking to, you know, educators at their kids' school, their job, blah, blah, blah. But then when it comes to dating, it's like they're this little timid person. And it's like, who the hell are you? It's not the person that I know. So how, how do people try to build, boost their confidence enough to engage more in potential relationships? I think the, the first thing is to remember that, like, courage, courage isn't the antithesis of fear. Courage is fear, is action through fear, right? So uh, anytime I approach a woman, yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know what's going to, I'm going to, what to expect. I, I, naturally, I don't like ambiguity, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a deep thinker. I like to know, have a plan, you know, have a general idea of how people are going to react. So I think courage comes in where you're like, all right, you know, I know my anxiety. I know where I don't want to go wrong. But, you know, at some point, I just need to go to that woman and say something. So, like, I'm a very conversational person. I like making people laugh or whatever. But let's say this is a woman you know, walking down the street or we're at the same coffee shop or, you know, the likelihood that I'm not going to run into her again to meet your friends is pretty high. So what do you do? I mean, I think the whole KISS model of, like, public speaking, you just keep it simple. Go up to her, literally, this works quite a lot. Just like, hey, how you doing? My name's Huey. Um, and just start a conversation. If she... It's pretty dry with the introduction. She may or not be or may not be interested. You know, ask her her name, ask her about her day, just start a conversation. A lot of women I find are very receptive to that. Even if they are not interested romantically, they'll appreciate the fact that you kept it simple, you were direct, and you weren't playing a lot of games. Now, if you are a naturally kind of funny person and you can tell a corny joke or actually funny joke, you know, do what you got to do. But I feel like if you're too much in your feelings, too much in your head about what to do and how to do it, just literally say your name. Like, how are you? What's up? My name is so-and-so. You literally cannot mess that up. So if, if you approach someone and they immediately kind of give you that dry, you know, tone, do you continue? Well, I mean, I would, I would do. I've mm -hmm. done it a couple times, and with me doing that, it was they were being dry with me because of some other shit they were going through. So right. as I kept talking, they were like, "Okay, you know, she's really trying to engage with me. So let me not take my issues out on her, you know." And then, I, of course, I you know found out later that, you know, whatever issues they had going on. But there are some times where I've had dudes that was just dry as the Sahara Desert. I was like, oh, okay. I just, you know, I just wanted to say, hey, how you doing? And, 
you know, give you a compliment or two. Hey, say that again. You're not liking the mic. So I was basically saying that I've I've come to dudes before where um they 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 they've been dry when I approach them and I, I continue to talk but it seems like they're not easing up. So if they don't ease right. up, then I immediately end the conversation and basically I just wanted to give you a compliment and keep moving. But it's like, when do you continue to engage and when do you just fall back? So, you know, I've I've gone up to some women and they were kind of dry for, like you said, a number of reasons. Some of them, you know, might have thought that I was a player type or, you know, not their type or that I was about to do some corny shit. Um, or, honestly, it probably had nothing to do with me. And most of the time it just doesn't. Like, there's some women who they're introverted or like they got a lot on their mind or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a large number of people are just not to say socially awkward, but like, they're just some people they just get nervous. Like you never know who's going to find you attractive. And while you might read it as this interest, that person might be like, Oh my God, like look at this beautiful person talking to me. Like, so I'm, I, I just look at it like, you know what? I don't know what they're going through, but if I can go in and just, you know, start a conversation, which is what I was coming over to do anyway. So I introduce myself, ask about the day. It could be a happy hour. It could be some event. But, you know, just start a conversation. And I found that, um, you know, once the conversation got started, you know, somebody might say, you know what, like, I realized that I was kind of dry. I'm sorry. I just got off work, had a, had a really busy day. You got to look for contact schools, right? So you say, oh, okay, well, um, Maybe you need to ask, like, okay, well, tell me about what you do for work. I work in this field. They may tell you. Or, you know, you might have to read the signs and be like, you know what, let's not even talk about work. How are you enjoying that drink? Maybe you buy that person a drink, male or female. So to a question you asked me earlier about being too aggressive, like, I mean, I've had women come up to me and be like, oh, you finna be my next boyfriend. Before I even knew her name. <laughs> you know, that could be a little forward. I, I, depending I, on how I you use play that. It. I use that. You know, I've, I've – well, but it's, but it's an icebreaker. Right, exactly. But that's dude, the thing, right? Cute. Yeah, be cute. Be, like, laugh, but don't, like, come up to dudes grabbing dicks and stuff because that's, like, I know some women who do that, and it's, it's rapey, it's Wait, weird. I mean. Listen, context. <laughs> I've, like, if I've you, done it when I was intoxicated. I mean, that's my excuse. I haven't done it sober. Well, I mean, I, I dig it. All I'm saying is if you're going to grab a dick, make sure it's the dick that want to be grabbed. You know what I'm saying? But to your point about being too aggressive, well, don't be grabbing dicks, baby. I mean, <laughs> it's important. I mean, that's the same thing with y'all grabbing butts. Sometimes y'all don't know. Sometimes y'all butt might want to be grabbed. You don't know. I, hey, I don't do that shit. Um, consent is important. So I feel like to, aggressive, though, right? Like sometimes people say aggressive or thirsty. What they really want to say is, that is not the person that I want coming up to me. Let me shade them and let me make them feel bad. Like, like if you come up to me and I don't necessarily like your style about how you did it, that don't mean you're aggressive. That just means I didn't like it. And that's what I kind of tell some people. Like, there are 8 billion people on this earth. There's, there's definitely somebody out there for you. There are a lot of people out there for you. You just got to keep going out there until you find the right one. Like, I feel like when you, people live their truth and they're honest about what the truth is, you're naturally going to gravitate towards other people who live and think and breathe like you do. 
So it's easier to a degree to live your truth and to meet people who are more like you because you are hanging in the circles you need to hang in. You're going to the type of events and social scenes that you should be going to. Um, so when I started thinking about life that way, I was less concerned about the rejection and more concerned about, you know, was I doing the things that I wanted to do that make me happy? And was I meeting the people in those circles that fit with who I think I am or who I, how I try to live my life? Right. So it's like, like, uh, so at one point in my life, like I was celibate, right? For a number of reasons. And I was having a hard time with it. And um, my mentor at the time said something that I think applies. He was like, listen, right, so right now you're trying not to think about sex or whatever. You're trying not to have sex. So you, you tell yourself, okay, don't think about sex. Don't think about sex. But what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm like basically thinking about sex. He's like, yeah. Like when you feel that way, like go for a run. Think about working out. Like go mm. read a book. You know, so what you're doing is you're not thinking about the thing that you shouldn't be thinking about or don't want to think about, but you're doing something else. So I feel like people, when you're so focused on rejection and being afraid, all you see is rejection and fear. When you focus on, hey, I had an exchange with that person. For whatever reason, it didn't work out. Okay, cool. What did I learn? Let me, let me take that. Oh, I was more comfortable this time. Oh, I cracked the joke this time. Or you know what, that person wasn't interested, but maybe I got a new friend out of it. Um, so there are tons of things you can focus on. So I, I find that people, people tell you their focal point of what's on their heart based off how they talk. So somebody who's complaining, like, oh, these new age men, I'm so traditional. Where are all the chivalrous brothers at? Well, that is a lot. It's a lot, but what I tell them is like, you know, okay, you want an old school traditional man. What, what tradition are you talking about? 1850s, 1940s, 1960s, are you a traditional woman? Because if you want a brother that's going to be coming home, paying all the bills and doing this and that, what if he don't want you to go to work anymore? What if he wants you to stop talking when he tells you to in public? Because that's a part of that tradition too. So I think people need to be very careful about what they say and what that means because a lot of these, these things people say they want, I don't know if they really do. I don't, I don't think so either. I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I just hope that my my person ain't over in Tokyo working a contract job for the next few years because I'm not I'm not going to Tokyo no time soon. And what I'm getting here in Atlanta <laughs> is just like blah. Um, I, I can definitely see that you and I probably need to start some relationship. Hey, talk to the mic. We need to start some relationship courses and seminars, um, so these people can probably take some of our classes and, and get some benefit from it. I don't know, because you, you were you spitting some good knowledge tonight, so I definitely appreciate that. Um, I know that. Well, I would definitely try to have you on again for more topics. Um, that is it for tonight's episode of What Would Y'all Do? Until next time, peace and love. Thanks.